Hi there and thanks for joining us. Hope you're enjoying what's been a decent enough Irish summer, which we all needed after a rough few months. On the podcast this week, two very different businesses in West Cork. One planning your financial future and the other providing a mobile pub. But first, we celebrate the power of the pivot, how a gastro pub has turned into a gastro shop. I'm Jonathan Healy, and this is Red Business. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. Now, one of the things we have been talking on the podcast a lot about is the power of the pivot and the ability of businesses to turn it around in a way that perhaps they mightn't have anticipated, but one that will keep them going until such time as we have a little bit more clarity about what's going to happen next. And my my next guest is somebody who's done that extremely well. Victor Murphy of O'Mahony's in Watergrass Hill. How are you? Very good, Jonathan. Speaking to you from downtown Watergrass Hill. <laughs> the mean streets, if if you will. Um, let's talk about what you've been doing. You've just opened a new farm shop, a coffee dock and a deli in a business that also uh, will trade as a bar once bars reopen, but also was once a slaughterhouse. So it, it's quite the history you have there. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. We would be, um, my partner would have been born and grown up here. It's fifth generation um, public house and like lots of other I suppose businesses, it would have had a few different aspects to it. There would have been a butcher shop when she was growing up here. They would have done a dairy going back historically. I suppose lots of small businesses would have been trying a couple of different things to to stay afloat, you know. So that's what we're doing, having a a go at something different um, and trying to support local producers and growers and, uh, you know, fit into village life out here. The plan, of course, is to have the gastropub, which you're very proud of, but that's not uh, open now at the moment. Uh, but you're planning on opening that again in a few weeks' time. So this is a nice little way of keeping the door open, even if it is in a different form. Yeah, very much so. Um, during the lockdown, we um, I'm not sure have you... Uh, heard anything about neighbour food. It's uh, an online click and collect oh, we had them, We had them on in the last couple of weeks, actually. Yeah, a fantastic initiative. And we were running two markets during the lockdown. And I suppose we saw a great demand for people wanting to support local producers and growers. Um, so that the farm shop in Delicatessen was a way of fitting in that produce into our existing space. And I mean, we have a talented team here from the restaurant side of the business um, that we wanted to, I suppose, keep them busy and keep them doing things while uh, before things get back to normal. So having uh, the cafe delicatessen and farm shop idea seem to be a, a good pivot, as you say, um, for the times that we're in. So what exactly are you selling if people were to walk in the door of the former slaughterhouse slash restaurant slash bar that uh, is now trading a little differently? Yeah, I suppose we've rebranded it as O'Mahony's of Watergrass Hill originally when we started um, in its current guise. And we're hoping to have a couple of different threads. And O'Mahony Stores then is what we've uh, branded the farm shop as. We have a, a range of heat at home dishes that are prepared in the kitchen so people can have restaurant quality food um, without the, having to go to the trouble of making it themselves. And then we have, um, you know, breads like Glown Cross Milk, breads from Bread and Roses, the best bakery in the city, um, are delivering out to us four days a week. And we'd have our growers and producers like Kilbrack Farm would bring veg, salad leaves. Um, and then there is an aspect of Irish craft and design as well. Um, that's all part of it. So we're hoping that there'll be a few different threads to the, uh, the farm shop side of it. 
You, you mentioned that you're on downtown Watergrass Hill. Uh, it, Watergrass Hill, like all the other towns and villages, has changed an awful lot. There's more people around. There's less commuting maybe into the city or out to some of the suburban uh, industries. How has that changed the village? Well, I suppose like lots of clouds with a silver lining for um, like rural villages like ourselves, which would have, um, you know, been a dormer town, lots of people traveling to work. I and mean, it's changed a lot. The people who would have been in the car five days a week heading to the office, that kind of landscape has changed. And we're starting to see a lot more people around the village, a lot more people kind of connected to their locale rather than, you know, just getting home in the evening and going in the door. So, I mean, that's one of the positives of it. Um a small village with some shops, a diner, you know, two other local bars, one of them trading at the moment with food. Um, so there's just more people connected to their actual locality, you know, rather than in their car. So I suppose we're trying to tap into that. And, you know, it's a, a nice space and people kind of coming in to use their laptop and have some lunch. Um, I suppose just people traveling less, really. Mm. I mean, look, the the risk here, Victor, is that you're going to get comfortable working what most of us would be considered, uh, what most of us would consider to be normal hours. You mightn't want to go back to the gastro pub. You mightn't want to be staying open serving food until half eleven at night. Oh, I'm a bit of a nighttime, um, a bit of a nighttime guy from years of it in the hospitality trade. You know, bars, restaurants, and clubs. So um, we'd we'd like to very much um, get that back going in the evening you know we were primarily a weekend business friday and saturday evenings we were lucky enough to be full and busy and people kind of coming in and enjoying the atmosphere and the space and the good food so that's something that we'd love to get back to in sunday brunch but uh, right now um where i suppose we're going to concentrate on the cafe element of it and the farm shop and people you know just being able to come in do a little bit of shopping maybe sit down and have a coffee and it just does seem to be the, the right answer at, at the right time, you know. OK, well, here's hoping that the good people of Watergrass Hill and those nearby come in and give O'Mahony's of Watergrass Hill uh, the credit they deserve. And uh, fingers crossed, everything gets back to normal in the next couple of months. But for now, Victor Murphy of O'Mahony's of Watergrass Hill, thanks for joining us on Red Business. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. We hope to see you out here sometime soon. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork. As we know, necessity is the mother of invention. The pubs, regrettably, still aren't open unless they're serving food. But that hasn't taken the goo off the punter, who would love a decent pint. So, if you can't go to the pub, could the pub technically come to you? Enter a group of entrepreneurs from West Cork who have come up with a fantastic solution they're going to tell me all about. Paddy O'Donovan, tell me a little bit about this idea. One for the road is the name of the business. What do you do? <laughs> so, yeah, one for the road. Um, I suppose it's a kind of unique um, business as such. My friends and I, two, two other friends, Stephen and Owen, we decided during lockdown, um, maybe we're missing the pub or missing the pint. I'm not sure which one. But um, we were kind of thinking of having maybe a home bar or a man cave or something like that. And then it just kind of went from there. We decided, look, why why not um, have it portable so that you're not restricted to one location? And that's where the whole idea came from. Now, I mean, I have actually fantasized at various stages during lockdown, looking at a corner of the garden going, wouldn't it be lovely to put something there now if you could have a pub? Of course, if it was there, it would be absolutely detrimental for my health. But you could rock up quite easily with this and plonk it out in the place where I want it, which means you can plonk it in anyone's garden. What exactly is it? 
Uh, so I suppose essentially it's a trailer at the moment. Uh, it's uh, it was an old 16 foot trailer that we converted into a mobile bar. So it's it's totally fitted out with um, your taps, your bar, uh, high stools, snug seating, tables, fridges, you name it. Basically anything that's in your traditional Irish pub is inside there. And I suppose the novelty is that no matter where you are, we can bring the pub to you. Yeah, so it's 16 foot long. How wide is it? Uh, it's about six feet wide then as well. So look, in terms of numbers, that can actually fit comfortably inside unless you'd be looking at about 12 to maybe 15 people. Right, okay. Obviously, they'd all have to do the social distancing thing or be from the one family if we have to make that point. But they could stick, they could stick to the wall on both sides and still be six foot apart. Uh, how much interest has there been in this project? I'm presuming your families all thought you were mad initially, but has there been much pickup? Yeah, uh, I know. In fairness, all the, all our families and friends and anyone kind of locally has really, really, in fairness, got behind us. Um, they've supported us in so many ways. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's been very busy since we launched on social media, we're on Facebook and Instagram. Um, the messages haven't stopped. The inquiries haven't stopped. I suppose the only thing that's slightly restricted us at the moment is COVID nineteen. Um, but other than that. People are still looking to, I suppose, for their, their points in the back garden or the, the gathering with their close family and friends and things like that. So it's been very busy. And look, people are people are booking. And I suppose it's maybe maybe the pubs being closed um, might be an advantage for a small business like us. Yeah, because it, like everything else, if you're having a party in your back garden, which let's face it, many people are doing, it's a sensible thing to have it outside. Uh, you can still get your pint, which is the biggest challenge at the moment. You don't even have to be sitting inside. Uh, there's a barbecue, a lovely barbecue in the picture that I'm looking at. It looks like a little she-bean, an, an old country house with whitewashed walls with little barbecue out the front. Uh, how much did you put into the design and thought and effort of this? Because I'd say it nearly broke your heart, did it? Um, well, ah, look, there's good, it's like anything, there's good days and bad days. Um, <laughs> in fairness, How many bad no, we, days? We, How many bad days? <laughs> lost count. <laughs> um, no, um, we, we did have a plan going forward. Um, I suppose my, my day job, I'm a teacher, I teach construction and technical graphics. So I suppose I did a lot of drawings at the start of different ideas and kind of what we we're going to go, down, go for. Um, so we did have a plan in place. Now, in fairness, the plan did evolve as we went. Uh, initially, we didn't plan that this would be, I suppose, a business that we were going to offer to the public. At the start, it was just for ourselves, maybe friends and family. Um, but as as things progressed and the more we talked to people and the more interest that people had in it, it kind of just developed that way. Uh, so look, we did, we did have a plan in place. Now, there was a lot of obviously practical work to be done to it to bring it to the standard that it is at uh, right now. We went for the kind of traditional cottage kind of um, rural Irish pub kind of look. Um, so that that's kind of the road we went down. Okay. How much does it cost, most importantly? Uh, so generally speaking, uh, our price at the moment is €395 Euro for a night. So that that price includes the setup of the bar. The, so you've... Um, if you're two taps, you've optics, you've an electric stove. If you get cold, you've all your bar stools, glasses, all the all the bits and bobs are all included in that price as well. And what about the demon drink? How do you get your hands on that? The drink, yeah. So I suppose obviously we're we're not licensed to sell drink, um, but we, look, we know suppliers. We can recommend suppliers who can supply kegs. 
Um, so I suppose that's that is the real novelty with this mm. mobile mobile bars okay. that you can, hang on, hang on. The you most, can pull a point. The, the most dangerous thing that you can do <laughs> is let an unlicensed person get near a pipe uh, that's due to go into the top of a keg. Do you at least give lect- uh, courses in how to properly tap a keg? Oh, definitely. Yeah, yeah. We we usually help up with the help out with the um the set. What am I saying? We do. We we usually set up the kegs for whoever's okay. Renting. Well, that's fine because um, that, that could yeah, go horribly yeah. wrong. That could be the <laughs> end of your lovely little cottage because that could. Be Explode, there'd be Murphys at the top of the roof. Uh, yeah. Is there much of a demand, do you think? I mean, you wouldn't probably do much now uh, on a Wednesday night, but I'm presuming weekends are busy for you. Weekends is busy, yeah. yeah. Um, generally, Friday, Saturday night are the, the nights at the moment, obviously. Um, midweek at the moment, look, it's it's very quiet. Um, I suppose, again, it's, it's COVID is our big problem there. But the weekends are busy. People are looking for it. Um, they're obviously having their own kind of parties and events out in their gardens and um, so yes, that's that's been keeping us okay. going the last couple of weekends now. Tell me um, how people can get in contact with you. First of all, um, where can they find this fantastic little mobile house scene? Uh, yeah, so I suppose our main platforms are Facebook and Instagram. The name is One for the Road Mobile Bar. All our contact de- details are there. Uh, we've a phone number, we've an email address. It's all found on our Facebook or Instagram. Um, so yeah, that's that's basically how people have been contacting us. Okay, and when you go back to school now and you're talking to your students about what you did during lockdown, are you going to start producing the plans of this and so on, lads? You should see what I was doing. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know about that one now. Uh, would, would it suit a Leaving Cert project for next year? I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> it would stand out, let's put it that way. Come here, it's brilliant. And I love the idea that something that was thrown around between three mates ended up being a, an actual business at the far side of it and one that no doubt will have plenty of legs uh, even when we can get back into the regular bars that are out there. Paddy O'Donovan, uh, thank you so much for joining us. The name again is One for the Road. It's on Instagram and uh, we wish you and your friends the best of luck. Brilliant. Thanks very much, Anton. Red Business, Cork's exclusive business podcast. So staying in West Cork and innovation, not quite building your own pub on the back of a trailer but taking the best of the internet and what it has to offer and integrating it into what you do well. John O'Driscoll of Blueprint Financial Planning you're very welcome and thanks for joining us. Hey Jonathan, how are you? I'm very good, thanks for joining us on the podcast again. You were with us before talking about your financial planning business but you've just launched a new website as well John, what is it? Yeah, financialfitness.ie, Jonathan. So basically, it's just bringing the whole online, uh, or sorry, the whole financial advice process online. And so instead of meeting face to face in an office or in your home or whatnot, over have a chat and a cup of tea, uh, everything is done virtually. So still have the chat, still have the cup of tea, but it's uh, via Zoom or Skype or whatever medium suits you. And um, it's basically look at it's answering the pressing questions that people have. Um, you know, will I have enough to get through, um, you know, downturns, have enough in the rainy day pot? When can I retire? What happens if one of us gets sick? Can I put my children through college? So it's basically answering the pressing financial questions that people have and um, just in an online platform. Now, was this happening anyway uh, or is it directly related to COVID-19? Uh, it's an idea I had. I actually registered the domain name uh, financialfitness.ie about two years ago. So it's kind of been bubbling away in the background. Um, start of lockdown, obviously, every business was affected. Uh, mine, as much as anyone's, uh, couldn't meet people face to face. 
um, you know, uh, people still had queries, but they wanted them to be answered. So this was kind of the, the nudge that I needed, I guess. Um, so I said, look, this is a domain that I have. I think there's, there is a good idea behind it. I think that people are more open to doing um, business online and uh, consuming uh, products and services online. So I said, no, it was as good a time as any to um, take a leap of faith and, and, and mm. branch off into the online world. John, I've, I've met you before. You're very much um, a hands-on type of guy. You want to meet people. You want to see the colour of their eyes and you want them to see the colour of your eyes because your business is built on trust. Is any yeah. of that lost online because you're not in the same room as somebody? Um, I don't think so because of the fact that, like, you know, we have... It, like the, the, the whole process probably takes about, you know, maybe two or three calls. So there's two or three different times where we're chatting. Um, I obviously try and do... Um, you know, a, a medium where you can actually see each other, be it, be it um, Skype or Zoom or whatnot. So although it's not the same thing, I suppose you're still putting a picture or a, a face to the to the name, so to speak. Um, financial advice historically has been very much a face-to-face uh, process. And I think that um, for the large amount of people, it probably will remain so. Um, you know, this, is, this service isn't for everyone. It's probably for people... Um, you know, who maybe know that they need to do something yeah. are leading very busy lives, <clears throat> excuse me, mightn't have a chance to sit down for an hour and a half of an evening, but can jump on a Zoom call and chat for 45 minutes. Yeah, um, I mean, the, the, so, the challenge that's thrown up by COVID-19 is obviously uncertainty. And we're talk, we talk about uncertainty a lot and how difficult it is for businesses to plan. Uh, mm-hmm. When you're dealing with people's pensions and their savings and their investments, it's a very hard world to navigate at the moment, John, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, look, look. The, when the when the COVID pandemic struck first, obviously investment markets were hit very hard, and values of pensions and investments fell. Thankfully, they've come back quite strongly. And um, but throughout, Jonathan, I have been in constant contact with my clients, um, existing uh, through my my business blueprint financial planning, and also now with financial fitness. And um, you know, people are are logging on to you know, ask questions, email questions in. So people do want reassurance, whether it's face-to-face or online. And I feel that, you know, whilst COVID might have brought about new ways of doing business, um, as long as you're meeting people's requirements, meeting people's needs and answering people's questions, that's the most important thing. Do you think a lot more of this is going to happen online in the future, John? Because you quite quickly realised and I think your business while based in West Cork is no longer just a West Cork business you've got clients right around the country and that evolution makes the growth for your business I'd imagine a lot easier because if you don't have to be in the room you can offer your advice to anywhere in the jurisdiction that you operate in. Yeah for sure I mean like I did a I did a call with someone from from Sligo uh, last week someone from Galway and someone from North Cork so you know it was all done um, online and so obviously I have clients, uh, you know, all around Munster, um, but it does open up the whole of Ireland. Um, there's no doubt about it. I do think that more businesses are going to move online. I mean, like, you know, if you go on to, you know, Instagram, Facebook, any kind of social media platform, you see more and more businesses. Like you can take a virtual tour of a, of a car online now from most of the main dealers. Um, you know, that there's there's very few products and services that you cannot uh buy online at the moment so i just think that you know professional services might just be the next step i know that there's a couple of accountants are doing um you know 
Skype and Zoom calls with clients and whatnot. And um, you know, I just think that if you if if your systems are robust and your um, systems are safe in terms of encryption and whatnot, then I don't think there's any reason why you shouldn't um, be able to move online. Finally, John, you're obviously Skibbereen based. What has it been like uh, in the last couple of weeks? Uh, West Cork has been a magnet for people from right around the country uh, on staycations. It's probably one of the busier times in recent times, going from an extremely quiet time to quite a busy time in the course of a couple of weeks. Yeah, it's unreal. Um, it, my, my wife and I were down in Baltimore June Bank holiday weekend and we were the only two sitting outside in the square and um, let's just say it was a very different situation for the August Bank Holiday weekend. Um, it's been absolutely crazy down here. Um, you know, like pubs and pubs are obviously still closed unless they're serving food, but restaurants are opening up and it, it's certainly been very busy. And it's brought a lot of um, tourism around the area, which is, I suppose, good for um, local businesses. Um, but obviously, you know, in the current climate, uh, social distancing and um, safety is very much to the fore. But it's... Uh, it's a nice place to live, Jonathan, and after a day's work when you can go for a spin down to, to Lockheed or Baltimore or whatever, or go for a swim or go for a walk, it's, um, it's certainly a good work-life balance for sure. Well, that's the way to do it. And again, your business means you can now do what you do for anyone in the country. The website, again, is financialfitness.ie. John O'Driscoll of Blueprint Financial Planning. Absolute pleasure to talk to you as always, and thanks for joining us at Red Business. Thanks very much, Jonathan. Chat soon. My thanks as always to all of my guests. Don't forget you can download every episode of Red Business from redextra.ie. Myra Hayes-Goff was the producer and we will catch you on the next one. Red Business. All that's best about business in Cork.